NobleKnight.com is your one-stop shop for all things role-playing, board, wargaming, and collectible card games. Noble Knight Games is committed to providing you with the best possible selection of new and used products with a selection of over 100,000. Everything on the site is in stock and ready to ship to you worldwide. Discounts are available, and you can expect reasonable prices for rare items. You can even sell or trade your stuff to them. NobleKnight.com, where out of print is available again. Uh, time go. I'm a white boy, but my butt is brown. I took the Hershey Highway to Diarrhea Town. You can see me on the floor with the big brown stripe because when I learned how to dance, I forgot how to wipe. Wow. Word to your mother. Save that because that's the intro this week. <laughs> Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. With dice and not much else in role playing games. Today, we give you Snowball, Birdman, The Fist of Justice, and Laura, who can never decide on a nickname in their role playing adventures. For this week in Geeks, these warriors are terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with. Welcome back to These Warriors Are Terrible. Tonight... You're shutting the fuck up because I'm running the show tonight. You think you got the stones, big boy? I hope so. Fine, I'm gonna sit back and be a player tonight because tonight our very special GM will not be me for one night. It will be, in fact, the, I guess, the leader or Don the, or... The emissary emperor. Emperor, Listen, I like that. Were you guys scripting that whole damn thing? Nope. No. We just fire from the hip, because that's what we do. Yes, guys, it is Mike the Birdman Dodd. We are back here on These Words Are Terrible. And tonight, I'm running things. Holy shit, it has been about 12 years since I have run a Shadowrun game. That's right, we are going to play Shadowrun 2nd Edition from FASA. This company no longer exists. May they rest in peace. And, uh, yeah. So, let's introduce our players tonight, or well, my victims. Don't forget, we're sponsored tonight by oh, yes, Noble we are Knight Publishing. That's right. No, it's Noble Knight Games. Gaming. Yeah, Noble Knight Games. Games. You can visit them at noblenight.com. That's where we get all our RPG books. Now, these guys have fantastic prices, great shipping. The service there, honestly, is fantastic. And I'm not just saying that because they're the sponsor. No, they're part of the reason why TWAT exists in its current form. Because when I started buying stuff from there... I realized just how easy it is to find out-of-print stuff and don't have to pay eBay prices. So, thank you, Noble Knight. Thank you, Aaron. And with that, let's go around the circle. Let's introduce our players, starting with the Albino Fury. Steve Snowball Sailor. And, of course, it wouldn't be... Well, more or less, you're part of the family now with the oddest little white boy that I know. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> what do you think it was? <laughs> I'm Tom. He is an evil genius white. And, of course, my able-bodied youthful ward... Scotty Doom! <laughs> Scotty Doom! And to my right, the Mohawk Wonder himself. Yes! Yes, uh, Ecock. Mr. Ecock. Yes, folks, that's his real name. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of passing in and out of consciousness, but, you know, if I fall asleep, just elbow me. It'll be great. Okay. Ladies, he's single. And finally, <laughs> SpaghettiO himself. Up your butt. It's Big Mike from the 404s being a player tonight. Oh, wow. This is weird. I haven't I had to do this in, like I said, 12 years. So, guys, tonight, like I said, we're playing Shadowrun. For those of you that aren't familiar with this world, basically take Cyberpunk and cross it with Lord of the Rings. And it's a very interesting 
mix of things. You got dragons who run corporations, you got elves who run the streets with machine guns, or orcs that could very well be casting magic spells at you while having cybernetic limbs. It's kind of kick ass. So I guess let's uh, once again kind of introduce our characters for tonight. I'll start. I'm playing the game master character. I'm known as Rash. I am an orc uh, street samurai. Basically, I'm run and gun. I hurt things. And I have very little of my soul left. They call this essence in the game. And I basically vibrate. I'm a toaster. I am nothing but chrome and meat. So that is who I am. Uh, I guess let's go with Steve. What about your character? I didn't know... I don't know his name yet. Uh, his character name is Billabub Battings. Wow. Subtle. That subtle. Real subtle. <laughs> it's uh, it's a dwarf name. What do you, what, what, go figure. So yes, I am a dwarf. I am a... Uh, albino dwarf. An albino dwarf. Yes, I am a private investigator. Um, Which is... It actually took me a long time to find the rules on albinoism, by the way. <laughs> there actually is rules for albinoism? <laughs> yep, you're mildly allergic to sunlight. But you well, can... That's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> anyway, why do I contest that? I just didn't realize that Shadowrun has specific rules for such. I'm really didn't stepping know out of the box with this. Guy I know, there. I know. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? I, like, allergic to sunlight. Fantastic. Um, can I say more? What, what, what else? Can yeah, I say? you're also. I'm a mage character, I guess, or a yeah. magic character, so I get to do uh, fantastic spells, and uh, hopefully, I get to kick ass. And, and uh, bring back uh, a, a spoo in some sort of oh, way. <laughs> yes, I can promise you tonight, spoo will make an appearance. Yeah. All right, moving on to Tom. Uh, I'm playing James Nixon, and I don't know how to describe this guy. He's... I kind of think of him as face from the A team. I'm kind of. You're basically um, like a con man. It's I. I kind of don't want to say too much about the character. I just kind of you want, want to channel mystery. him. I want to channel him and just see what comes out. So All right, mysterious. so meta role playing, and then we come to Scott. My character, I am Travis Draven, the uh, oh, native please. shaman. <laughs> and I think your totem What's the is old, the please? eagle. I want to know. Yes, the totem is the eagle. So, uh, yeah, he's playing a Native American character, which in this world they've taken they over. They fucking ass, man. Yeah, they've taken over they more than half the They took back their US. land. They are idle no more. Pretty much, yeah. Look, look, look how current okay. I am. Fucking A, I love that. <laughs> I swear, every time someone makes an RPG character, there's always a Draven or a Craven or because something. Because it, oh. it sounds so cool. I was really tempted cool, to name my guy with a T-R in the beginning of the... Because that's just... You go to that. You're like, Draven. There we go. <laughs> I kind of like that name, Draven. All right, and who are you playing tonight, Justin? Uh, I, I did not name him with a T. Uh, Wes Semler. And you are okay. what is known as a... I'm an elf. You're, you are I'm, an elven I'm rigger. The, I'm the elf. I'm the rigger. I'm basically the wheel the what? Man. Yeah. If you need me <laughs> to, like, drive you somewhere to, like, pick up something, and then we'll, like, go back... <laughs> You're we'll, a delivery we'll boy? Out. Well, in, in that case, Wes. Well, he's the beer pimp. I, uh, <laughs> I got some nice histories. I've got no more fucks to give. And I got a helicopter. So let's, like... Picking up it. bitches in the helicopter. <laughs> well, in that case, instead of going to pick me up a sandwich, go pick me up a sandwich in Europe somewhere, all right? <laughs> Although, one of the cool things he can do, though, though he doesn't have it, he can remote control little robots called drones. Yeah, damn right I can. So he can do a lot of really cool shit. He's just... He's more like a support character, but I gave him enough abilities to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And when you see my cybernetic blue eyes, you're just not going to be able to resist me. But I'm a bit of an idiot. Oh, Wes! <laughs> Moving on to our final character. Uh, tonight I am playing a guy who's only known as Flynn. That's his code name. I guess the best description would be an assassin interrogator. 
All right, then. All right, guys. Well, it is the year 2054. Okay, seriously. Okay, that is that someone's cell phone? It's probably no, it's my alarm. Oh, okay. Well, I was supposed to go to work. Oh, well, <laughs> fuck them. <coughs> Forgot oh, alarms. Hack, hack. All right. Hi, Scotty's boss. Hi. We love you. Your pizza's awesome. Okay. It is the year 2054. It is uh, two years away from the pres presidential election. All of you are in the city of Seattle, which is part of the UCAS, the United Canadian and American States. And the reason I'm, t I'm telling you this is because Seattle is actually a city state, much like, say, Washington, D.C. It's a district. It's the metroplex of Seattle. It is surrounded by Native American lands called the Salishid, and to the south in California, the Tier Tangier, which is owned by the elves. You don't go there. They don't like you unless you're an elf, pretty much, or a dragon. Hi, everyone. They have, Hi. A, they have a particular hatred for orcs, which my character will not be going down there. And anyway, so who here is actually from Seattle in the game? Uh, my character's from New York. Okay. So My character's from Chicago. Okay. Uh, my character lives in Seattle, but he's originally from the northeastern UCAS. Okay. My, mine's from Calgary. Okay. Uh, Wes really? is nice. currently working out in Seattle. Um, he had to leave. He had to flee. He kind of took something. It's great. Even though he doesn't talk about it. Did you take a little bit of doobage? He just... He... he, he um, yeah, he's got baggage. All right. So we're going to start with Tom. All right. Hi. So you are what I would call a con man, and you have conned your way into a mm -hmm. rather nice condo. Basically, like Axel Foley and Beverly Hills Cop, you've stolen a house. Yep. You are that nice. awesome. <laughs> you've been living here for probably about the last couple months. The You've somehow managed to get phone, power, internet, everything. You somehow even managed to siphon off a little bit of money that people pay you. Mm hmm So, your phone rings. The okay. house phone. What are you going to do? Um, Hello? Leave the phone alone. You pick up the phone. This isn't called Cthulhu, man. <laughs> a voice at the other end says, what's your, character's, what's your current identity? Uh, James Nixon. Goes, Mr. Nixon. Uh, yes? This is James. You may re remember me. You've run a few, uh, shall we say, jobs. Okay, do I actually? Yeah. Do I actually know who this is? He is a fixer who occasionally throws you work. Okay. When you want to run the shadows, basically. Okay. Um, I prefer not to speak over this phone. Can we meet? Actually, yes. If you could uh, bring yourself to the Seattle to Tacoma Airport, I'll be there in the next two hours. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, who else is living in Seattle right now? Um, Yo. Okay. You happen to be at the Seattle Airport. Hey, I'm actually living out of the helicopter. Yes, actually. <laughs> I, uh, I have no fixed address. Yeah, so you are currently, uh, well, you do have a place because you do have your own vehicle shop, but you don't want to go home because, well, new parts are always coming in and things always seem to fall off the truck. And I kind of keep my bags packed just in case. Exactly, so in case you have to take a dash. Perfect wheel man. So, your phone rings as well. Oh, boy. Uh, do we have call display? Yes. <laughs> what do I see? You see just a big smiling face. Oh, dang it. Goes, Wes, buddy, pal, oh, friend of mine. Hey, how, bye. How would you like to make sure? You recognize the voice as one of your regular fixers, basically. Uh, he's a guy who supplies you with work 
or you know you owe him favors basically this guy always makes sure that your chopper is fueled you need parts you make sure it's it it's there occasionally you have to do him a little bit of work smiley face guy smiley face guy hey so, smiley face guy goes well i have an interesting prop proposition for you are you busy for about the next uh, week or so no do you want to make some real cred yeah well look at it this way there's going to be some people coming into gate 23 and probably about the next hour and a half. I'd like I'd like you to meet them. They're going to be holding a sign. You're looking for Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. I'm sorry. Everything that keeps going through my head, I keep wanting to just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like okay. I want you to kill all those people. Gate, <laughs> gate, gate 23. 23, Mr. Johnson. Thanks, smiley face guy. All right, then. And let's just say the pay is, well, it's damned good. I'll take my usual 10%. I'll call yeah, you Yeah, I bet you will. <laughs> Click. Okay, so really? <laughs> you guys, all of you three, happen to be on a connecting flight coming into Seattle Tacoma Airport. How do just uh, just because I'm not that familiar with the Shadowrun world? How do we clear like all of our gear? I'll say you shipped it ahead. Okay, cool. So pure later, yeah, still basically. around. Pure later, still around. Okay, <laughs> amazingly. So you guys have taken a suborbital flight from wherever, basically across the country, yep. like that. So you guys land. You're coming into Seattle. It's the middle of the day, and God, it is pissing rain like it always is. A fine mist surrounds everything. You land, you hit the tarmac, and eventually the plane starts to taxi into the airport. You, Flynn, have gotten a message from one of your shadow contacts telling you to arrive in Seattle on this day at this time to meet at gate 23 and you'll be looking for a tall blonde man with a sign that says Mr. Johnson. Okay. You are currently not working with the CIA right now. You are considered off book. Basically, you're on quote unquote vacation. Excellent. I like being on vacation. However, you do know that people are currently watching you. Let's just say people are suspicious to what you're doing. How Basically, how your bank account always seems to be fat all the time. Of course. One has to have a security net of some kind. Exactly. And Steve. Yes, sir. You have come to Seattle. Basically, you want to start new. Get away from people. Someone, one of your friends from the FBI who hasn't told you to fuck off yet, has set you up with a nice slummy apartment. But here's the thing. As long as you have the door bolted and the ammo in your gun ready to go, no one's going to bother you too much. All right. So... But you've also been instructed to show up here on this day because, hey, they want to establish you in, in the community, keep your head down, but you need a little bit of starting money. So you're also supposed to meet the tall blonde man known as Mr. Johnson in the airport. Is there a lot of uh, dwarves in Seattle? Eh, I think maybe 12% of the pop population. So it's not out of the ordinary a dwarf would show up in Seattle. Yeah, basically. Well, you look around the airplane, you look left, you look right, you see maybe three or four other dwarfs. You see a okay. couple of dwarf women, they... Aren't particularly attractive because you are dwarves. Well, hairiness in the face does still happen a little bit. Is there uh, anything that of me that stands out that like I would be noticed? You're an albino, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2054. You're still fucking weird. Um, no, I'm just we're progressive. Yeah, I want to be. I just want to lay low. Yeah. You well. You sit down. You've got a baseball cap on. You're basically pretty nondescript. You look okay. like a tourist. All right. you, you look around the cabin, don't notice anything weird. You do see a couple of uh, attractive girls, but hey, they're all coming to Seattle because everybody wants to seek their fortune in the Metroplex. Okay. We move to... Tra fuck, Travis? Traven? 
Travis. Travis. All right, Travis, you have flown in from Calgary. And, well, Eagle has spoken to you. The Eagle totem, you had a dream. You just knew, come to Seattle on this day, be in this airport at this particular time. You don't know why, but you're just supposed to be there. Spooky stuff. The answer is crime. Yes. (laughs) So... Play so land. Know we, you know we're going to have plenty of peyote throughout this entire thing. <laughs> I packed ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you know, he packed Seattle, peyote, too. Okay with it. I wish I had just like an eagle call that I could just fire off. And <laughs> I bring you peyote. <laughs> Wait, I, can, I can bring that up. All right. So you guys all arrive at the airport. You guys all come into the terminal. You exit down the walkway. Um, you, question. Yes. Uh, I... Who's this person that I'm meeting? I've met him before, right? No, you just know you're looking for a guy named Mr. Johnson. Wait, did my dream tell me who I'm looking for? Or you just no, say, okay. you just know. I'll give you like some kind of a rule. <laughs> this okay. is one. Okay, well, who's people. the person who introduced us? Spirit Eagle. Require money. Meet a guy named Johnson. Fix everybody. That is the same thing. people to keep the jobs. Wait, how can he? He just told you, look for the guy with the sign that says Mr. Johnson. Because I got a bone to pick with him later, but anyway. Exactly. All right, so you come into the airport, you walk into the terminal, everyone's going off, going home. It's pretty busy today. I mean, it's it's a Friday afternoon, so the terminal, like I said, it's buzzing, but it's not cramped. So, what are you guys going to do? Who's going to act first? You see a tall, okay. blonde guy leaning against a post, looking bored as fuck. Well, it's like an airport, well, right? So people are waiting for other people to show up. Yeah. People, so there's going to be like, you yeah. know, a lady who's there and she's waiting for well, Bo okay. to show up. Yeah, you see tons of, you see a lot of humans, a couple of elves, you see the odd troll, but you don't see any orcs, really. Um, okay. So what Am was I... my contact's name again? Um. James. James. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go and approach the person first. The guy holding the sign? Yeah. He goes, you're Mr. Nixon, I'm guessing, right? I haven't even introduced myself yet. But he knows you. Hey, how's it going? I'm a friend of James. I wanted to speak to Mr. Johnson. Is he around? Take a seat. Not much of a talker, huh? I'm not paid to talk. Sit down. All right. See ya. <laughs> All right. So you see the guy holding the sign. You see him walk up. And he just talks to the guy. You see him go back and forth. And you can see he's kind of visibly annoyed. And Tom just kind All of right. sits down. I go up to him and I go, seat, right? Sit down. Done. <laughs> How's it going, man? Doing all right. All right, who's next going to approach Mr. Johnson? Um, well, okay, can I acquire my gear before I meet with this guy in the airport, or am I, is that going to happen after? It will happen afterwards. Okay, then. There is a courier service that is helping you. Okay. Because you have CIA, yeah, cause you have CIA uh, contacts, well, it'll be delivered to you. Okay, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> I walk up to him. Johnson? Take a seat, sir. Ah, rock. Nice. <laughs> I always like a good rock. So I see you've met the help. <laughs> and How's it going, man? James Nixon. Nice yeah, so I'm like what? mulling about. I'm not really seeing anyone else to chat to. So I see this group. I'm like, okay, I think... You I... see, calling him help implies that he will actually help us. <laughs> you see where the writing on the wall I is. I like this guy. So I go and make my introduction, and I just kind of walk by Johnson. I nod. He nods. I yep. sit down, kind of like, hey, guys, this is going to be fun. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm, uh, I'm James Nixon. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he kind of looks at you, kind of gives you a kind of uh, snotty, uptone, like, upturned nose. He's like, fucking elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I, can just barely hear it under his breath. 
And... <laughs> that I, I hear like, it, and I'm like, mm, I like this guy already. No fucks left to give. This is something at the airport you kind of get used to. Are we... We're still in the airport right now? Yep, yep. You're all meeting in the lounge. Well, if, uh... If there's nothing going on yet, I'm going to go get some cigarettes. Okay, so you take off to the airport bar, and the... the, the Oh, guy without says, even offering him any, I pull out a pack of cigarettes of my own and just start smoking. So, you walk off ah, the plane, and I want you to roll your intelligence. Yep. Okay. Rolling intelligence on this weird... Roll. I'm looking for anything above a three. Okay, let's, let's roll like this. Your intelligence is what? Whoa, you want... I rolled yeah. four. Yeah, okay. How many times do you... Uh, what's your rating in it? The, uh... In the attribute? Four. Yes. Yeah. It's four. So roll it four times. I'm looking for numbers above three. Oh, okay. So one. Six. Yep. No. Roll it again, and we're going to add that number to it. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Stop rolling. Okay. <laughs> Stop it before you hurt yourself. We're good. Evil has spoken. <laughs> so you walk in. You've got your bag over your arm. Mm -hmm. Walk in. You just hear a little voice whispering here. So I uh, start making over there, and I see a group of people that look like they might... Uh, Something tells me that these might be the people I'm looking for, so I go up to him, and just using my eagle intuition, I... <laughs> just using eagle so, intuition. We're so, a racist, Steve. So, wow. You're an Indian, what the Yikes. Man, I'm an elf, and even that offends me. <laughs> Alright. I'll be like, enough wise like... cracks from the dwarf, let's, uh... Let's get down to business. Listen here, whitey. Um, <laughs> all right, so you walk over towards the guy. Goes, huh? Well, you're not what I was expecting, but take a seat. And I, so, without saying anything, I just go in a. Yeah, you just kind of nod. Want to walk over? So, Micah, yeah. how much does it cost for four packs? It's free. Don't worry about it. Okay. And I hand. I'm hand rolling them. <laughs> okay, so the guy, the tall blonde man, goes. Okay, guys, come with me. You walk through the airport and you come outside. As you come outside the gate, huge armored limo. It looks like it costs well more than you'll make in ten lifetimes. I go to Mr. Johnson. I beg your pardon. This is very expensive. I go to Mr. Johnson. Okay. We expecting trouble. I'm not the Johnson. Get in. Ha 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 ha! Oh, that was good. Okay, so, okay, I'm climbing in. So he walks in, puts on his cap. You hear uh, auto lock slam up front. Oh boy. And you see an orc sitting in the back. He's got a wild red mohawk. He's got these bright orange tusks. He looks like a good old southern boy, basically. He's like, hey! You know, what's I, up? Used to, I used to fight fuckers like you. <laughs> and I would kick your ass from here to eternity, dandelion eater. Sit the fuck down. This is Rash. He introduces himself after he farts, fills the cabin with, oh, a wonderful smell. You can tell he's been eating Stuffer Shack all day. And we know everyone well, I'm used brand. to the smell because I, I used to fight in Orkstens. You feel a little queasy. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's funny the pilot gets airsick quite often. <laughs> <laughs> so you all climb into the back of the limo, so to speak? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So you guys all sit down. That's all good. Yes, full bar. Sweet. Alright, you know me, I'm a dwarf, I'm gonna keep drinking. Rye on the rocks, let's do this. I'll have a water. Hello, Rash, how you I doing? I bet you will. How you doing, buddy? So, you all sit down, you all take a seat. Rash has got his legs out, you can tell the cross is kind of worn in his pants. This guy doesn't give a fuck. 
No fucks left to give, he doubles those fucks. That's, I, I can appreciate that. So as you guys all sit down, you notice he's actually sitting next to a small, um, a small black woman. Oh, jeez. Is she like, Johnson? She's like, hello, boys. She's the Johnson. <laughs> like, hello, boys. How are Hi, you? how's it going? James Nixon. She declines. She's like, I'm sorry, I clean hands. <laughs> Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you don't want me to smoke in here, huh? I would prefer if you did. <laughs> yeah, I take no a problem. So she identifies herself as Wendy. Goes, boys, I've contacted you through your various fixers, Johnsons, and... I don't, know who, I don't know who you are. And she kind of looks at Travis and goes, you can see her eyes kind of slip and you know that means it's astral perception. She's looking at you. She's like, but I don't sense any intent from you. And if you are what I think you are, you're here for a reason. So, okay. That's cryptic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so. I say out loud. <laughs> she goes, well, in my profession, you're paid to not give away a whole lot. So, gentlemen, yeah. I'm going to take you to go see the real Mr. Johnson. I am his assistant. So, the limo starts to One pull of those away. Dolls, just things within things within <laughs> things. Nesting dolls. dolls. All right, what have we got to drink in here? Anything you want. It's fully stocked. There's even a little light tray of food. I'm feeling bourbon. There's right. not a whole lot of whiskey left, by the way. <laughs> There's not a lot of rum left. I've already drank it all. So. All this happens, Anyone and else you guys any? start driving through the streets of so Seattle. Pretty good. The rain's getting a little bit more intense. Think of the city kind of looking like Perfect. Blade Runner minus the, the flying cars. Basically a lot of very tall buildings, a lot of neon. And you guys eventually approach the landmark of Seattle, the Seattle Space Needle. There's a huge restaurant up top. Wendy says, okay guys, please come with me. She steps out of the car, pops her umbrella, because she does not want to get wet at all. You can tell she's a little bit kind of nervous about it. So you guys get her, you walk past two very heavily armed guards who happen to be at the Seattle restaurant and goes, okay, go on up. So you guys take oh the elevator, Seattle going up whatever called the Space Needle is, let's just say it takes a while. You get up top to the restaurant, it's full of pretty much the, the ritzy, rich people of Seattle. You see- I am underdressed. Yeah. And I think we're I'm all not. a little bit underdressed. Like, I'm not. Picture like oh, a yeah, Mad Max not. style leather jacket and like jeans. <laughs> like the gyrocopter kind. Like, you guys like, might want to let yeah, me yeah, do the talking here. That, that's kind of uh, what it does. No yeah, exactly. I'm like, wow. And you see Rash- I knew I should have brought right. my pinstripes. Rash walks out of the booth and goes, man, there's a lot of things here to fuck. The entire room just stops and looks at him. This is my God in a nutshell. <laughs> He's like, hey, can, I, can I just lean in? And it's like, I love your positive attitude about life. Yeah, yeah I like this guy, man. Look so at this guy. he looks around the room. He looks at a particularly attractive elf. Man, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you later. God, it is but I'll be back. It is my hey, hey, Re uh, Resh, um, maybe you want, might want to let me do the talking here. Oh, you can talk all you want. I'm going to plow her from behind. Right, sounds good, man. Wendy's like, oh, God, <laughs> shut up, shut up. He goes, guys, follow me and just look at the floor. So you walk through the Seattle Space Needle restaurant. You come to one of the private dining rooms. Huge glass doors, ornate with jade, obsidian. This room probably costs about $10,000 a night to rent. So the doors open. You see two heavily armed guards dressed in heavy armor. No particular markings on them, though, but they're definitely carrying assault rifles. And you see a small um, Latin man sitting in the corner, like on one of those big, long couches. Duco? 
Yeah, Scarface? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Scarface. And the the lighting in the room is very dim, but since most of you have cyber eyes or low light vision, you can clearly make out his features. He probably looks like he's from Al- Atlazen. He probably looks corporate too. Just kind of gives off that Atlazen? air. What's Atlazen? Mexico, basically. Oh. Atlazen took half of the United States and most of South America, so to speak. And they run the largest corporation called As Technology. Oh. You don't want to fuck with them. That's so, not my... Two words, blood magic. Especially since I'm from more south than Seattle. Yeah, you're probably from the, the <laughs> tier. I, I have little, gripes with this company. My little elven hairs are standing on edge. So, but he just looks corporate. There are tons of Atlasan corporations Would that I are know controlled by the Aziz. his dossier? Okay, I'm... You can roll. You can roll your intelligence to see if you recognize him. Okay. Yeah, me too. Okay, I'm gonna okay. ask Wendy. Yeah. Is this he? <clears throat> yeah, yes, this is. Mr. How many times? Okay, so I roll. I'm gonna go straight up and, and introduce myself. Three. Yes. So Actually, just... no. For, no, six. This is target number six because you've never seen this guy before. Um, you sure? Yeah. I got an intelligence three, so I roll three d six. Yep. No. Yeah. Yeah. Roll three d six. Anything above a six. Okay, I'm uh, going straight up and introducing five. myself. You don't know anything. Can hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else uh, is in the room? We got two guards. We got Buddy here. I got Wendy and one six. Uh, okay. So you you think you've seen his face before? You look like you may have seen it in an article in a newspaper a while back. You don't know who he is, but you know he's someone of importance. Okay. So he goes, gentlemen and lady. Wendy, if you would please step outside. Wendy goes, okay. Steps outside and goes, uh, boys, the doors. So, the two guards step outside. You hear them clank as they walk by. They have serious armor and serious hardware. Though, you wonder if they're not entirely human. You've heard rumors of things called cyber zombies. Basically, people who've taken so much cyber in their bodies are not even considered alive anymore. Mm. You guys all notice that that's a little weird for just a simple Johnson meeting. So, okay. He goes, boys, I've got a job for you. And I'm willing to pay you $50,000 each. Is that it? A day? Until the job is done. There will be a bonus if you can recover what I want you to. Are you guys interested so far? What's the Straight to the point. I like it. All right. Well, there is a guy, and just as he starts to say that, another team of Shadowrunners walks into the room. Basically, four guys. You see a tall, red-headed man. He's uh, that big, boastful, sort of like... Think of the biggest douchebag you've ever seen, and he walks in with four of his cronies. There's a girl, two other guys, and what looks like to be probably an orc. Okay, I oh, want to read party. Johnson's reaction to them. I want to. Does he look surprised that they're he coming looks in? Pissed right off. He looks at them and goes, "Rico, get out." He's like, "Come on, man! That last job, trust me, nothing went wrong. That couldn't have gone wrong. Uh, just give me another chance." Bourbon, I just kind of raised my hand. Extra 10,000 and I can take care of all f- four of them. I think the orc can handle the other orc. Buddy, I have grease fuckers bigger than you. Shut the fuck up. Stand, he goes, look, I, look, dude, dude. I stand up. 5,000. He stands up. I'm beginning po- to like this guy. Points his hand at you. You see a shotgun barrel. I will grease you. Sit down. He goes, he goes, all right. So Mr. I think he wants you to sit down. So Mr. Chen, <laughs> tell you what. Why don't you give my boys the job? We'll do it for less and do it better. Just as he says are, that. Sorry, are we sitting at a table? Yeah, you guys I'm not, are just, I am. I am yeah, pulling out a gun under the table. 
The, okay, I, so you're kind of ready. I'm the room Mermaid, sweeper. Just, All right. I do I need to do a roll to do it stealthily? No, uh, yeah, roll me your quickness. Okay, uh, I do have... Oh, that's urban stuff. I really stealth, hope but, this isn't uh, a trap. <laughs> okay, I'll roll quickness. That's four. Yeah, I kind of want to pull out my uh, my revolver. I, I only have my shotguns I got, on. Okay, six. yeah, no problem. You got six. I, uh, there's I got two there's, there's sixes. drinks at the table, right? Yeah. I'd take another drink. Okay, so how, wait, how many, do, what do I have to do? Roll me your quickness, target number four. You have fun friends, Mr. Johnson. Yes. Uh, both times over four. Okay, so you guys all have your weapons ready. Are you going to point them right at him or just have them ready? I, I have mine under the table. Mine's just going to be ready. I'm, I'm okay. Han-soloing this. They, the guy goes, Mr. Johnson looks at him and goes, yeah. I hired these guys a few months back to do a job. You guys remember that massacre that happened with the school bus? Those guys. The two armed security guards come in, kind of grunt at them. Rico kind of throws his hands up and goes, okay, um, okay. I'm guessing this is an event we'd all be aware of. Oh, yeah. Basically, it made headlines. And you say children were harmed in this? You don't know. You just know there was an incident involving a school bus. The details were very much hidden because the media clamped right down on it. But you do know, school bus was on fire, kids went missing, but no reported deaths. Okay. So you're like, what so the fuck? I, I'm the getting a bit thickens. trigger happy now. Wait, would I... You would have heard it? about this? Yeah. You wonder if they were kidnapped as part of an extortion job against the school? And as far as you know, no kids were harmed, several were missing, but the school administration wiped right out. I'm beginning to not like this Rico. So Rico's like, all right, all right, I don't want to mess with fucking Chummer over there and this big walking tank. I'm going to go home. Tell you what, Mr. J, you call me when you want a real Shadowrunning team. Take care instead of these losers. Bye. He's so charming. I just, I just look, can I just look right at Johnson and just be like, Johnson's like, I may very well consider that. So, Rico you got a leaves. great judgment of character, Mr. Johnson. I think we're off to a good start. Well, sometimes you have to get your hands dirty and you want the most deniable assets. Besides, who's going to believe a retard? <laughs> so You'd be surprised. So, what I want you to do, guys, is it's actually a two-step process, simply because you are going to need a little bit more intel than what I currently have to provide you. There is a facility hidden in the uh, north of Seattle, and it's kind of out in the country, but just enough out that, you know, no one's really going to notice you unless you start firing off big explosives. It's a candy factory. And I know that sounds a little bit strange, I'm, I'm guessing to you. No, not really, the, actually. Are we expecting That's... Willy Wonka at this thing? Well, there is a laboratory hidden underneath this lab. And in that lab is a man named Dr. Cullen. I, <laughs> I want him brought to Toronto. And there's going to be a man that will meet you at Toronto Pearson Airport, and he will take custody of Dr. Cullen. In one piece? In one piece, yes. That is actually explicitly part of this. I will pay you all an extra $25,000 if you can recover him with no injury. Candyman. Now, there is Candy a man can. Can. process beforehand? No. Right. He's to be unharmed. Keep contact with him minimal, but don't hurt him. Is this a rescue off? I'd like to call it a corporate extraction. Let's just say my employers wish to offer him a better deal. All right. so we're, we're kidnapping the candy man. Now, there's also two other things which I'm willing to pay additional for. 
There is some experiment data from the lab. Cullen will know where to find it. If you ask him to bring you the alpha experiment, he will take you to it. He will recover it. Will he? Now there's also a sample. There is a briefcase in the lab, which is separate from the experiment data. Recover this. It will be in a small tube, probably about the size of your forearm. So about here to here. Always so about a foot a tube. long. I'm rather curious tube, how he knows all this. This tube is to not be punctured at all. Let's just say your day will end in a particularly messy fashion, okay. if it is. Death tube. And okay, you, what, what is the name of this candy place with the company? It is Mr. Marigold's Wonderful Cotton Candy. Okay, I would like to request as much information as this, on this as possible, including uh, the name and habits of the CEO and anyone there in charge who has any kind of pull and sway. He throws you a little dossier. It contains basic inf stuff you'd find from a website, but it does show you what the facility looks like. Mm -hmm. um, the um, plant blueprints from the city... He has some. He has the main floor of the lab uh, of the uh, of the processing floor, but he does not have the lab blueprints or any of the upper levels because the facility has been upgraded several times. I love their dinner mints. They really make great dinner mints, you guys. So he hands you all this information. The CEO is an older woman. She's just known as Mother Marie. She kind of keeps her like hands off things, but she's a very good public. Relations speaker, kids lover, and the candy know, witch. The candy witch, basically. Is she very particular? Is she uh, obsessive compulsive? She's very. She likes to keep things running well in her factory. She very much cares about the public image, and you know, she basically, she's like the female version of Willy Wonka, just less fucking crazy. Um, question: Are they keeping him on site? Does he live and sleep there, or does he have an abode? You don't know. The Johnson goes, this is the information that I have. Mm. As far as you know, Cullen works 36-hour shifts. My suggestion to you would be to watch when he goes in, approach halfway during the shift, when, is... when the guards are changing over, and walk in. That's what I would do. Would you describe Mother Maria as very hands-on, or does she have a lot of people to do things for her? She, yeah, she's got a lot of personal assistants, a lot of people that do things around the plant. Her workers are... They seem a little strange in the fact that they all seem very candy copy the same. Like, maybe she's hiring family. Or robots. Or, or clones. Something like that. Basically, they all or seem holograms or the same, things. more or less. Is she, is she a very demanding employee, employer? You've heard rumors that you don't want to disappoint her, but not so much to the point where she's going to murder you. Candy clones. Okay, excellent. I can use this. All right, so. Do um, we expect any federal interference? I wouldn't expect federal, however... There is, for you to get there, you have to cross one particular part of Seattle known as the Redmond Barrens. Good old Redmond. As you guys know, it's not exactly the nicest place to live. There is a stretch of highway that goes out towards the factory that is patrolled by a group known as the Candy Stripers. What's their air defense like? Uh, None at the moment. But if you fly a military chopper, you are really close to Salashid territory. They likely will ask your flight plan and shoot you down. Yeah, yeah, that that's almost happened before. That's <laughs> a good point. Um, now, Any known magical like defenses. Yeah, there's definitely a security mage on site. That is for sure. I know that is in the labs. The factory itself. I don't think any of them are magical. The guards. There might be a physical adept, but I, I don't know. Don't worry, guys. 
I'll take care of it. Now, can you get us corporate IDs that will let us into the building? Well, as I understand, I can get you IDs that will get you past the gate. Getting into the building, that's where it gets a little tricky. Okay. So beyond that, what I want you to do is, like I said, go there, get this guy with no with no problems, get the data, get out. I prefer and the canister. Now I prefer to keep this out of the papers. So if you guys can do this with a minimal of violence, that would be great. Mm. But I understand mistakes happen, and occasionally, well, sometimes they have to cash in their chips. So if you Is guys it? accept this, like I said, there will be a substantial bonus. If you boys can accomplish this within the week, deliver him safely to Toronto, you will be meeting Mr. Wu in Toronto. So what do you guys say? I'm in. Price is right. Sounds good. I just nod my head. Anyone want a cigarette? I want to seriously ask, but I don't know if I want to. Out of character or in character? Out of character. I seriously want to ask, uh, like, what is what does Mr. Johnson get out of this? But I assume it's kind of like this is sort of regular. Yeah. Shadowrun sort of. Yeah, basically they find deniable assets, and that's part of their job. Right. Mr. Johnson, it's not your problem what he wants. Conditions on any runner missions for me, right? I've been made aware, but if you wish to r- remind me, I wouldn't mind hearing them again. Uh, nothing against a government-operated agency. Oh, don't worry, you have nothing to worry about. In fact, you can consider this as far off the books as you can. Excellent. I sigh, I sigh, I believe. Well, I've always wanted to go to Toronto. <laughs> All right, so, with that in mind, that goes, for now, I will have credits ready to go into all of your accounts, or I can issue certified cred sticks after the run is completed. So you, you've got a choice here. I'll take it up front. Take it up front. I'd take cred stick. You get, initially, each of you gets 25000 on a certified say, cred stick. half now, half later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe I don't have to tell you this, but if you happen to fuck me over, I will make sure each and every one of your organs is distributed across the entirety of this continent yeah. and given <laughs> in the, into donors. Yeah. All yeah. right. For sure. Who doesn't like this guy? <laughs> You're so charming, Mr. Johnson. Look, you know we're buds, man. I'll, I'll do this for you real quick. <laughs> so he goes with that, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what, goes, we, we go way back, man. <laughs> you so guys don't know Mr. Johnson? way back? Yeah, ten minutes. Um, <laughs> I say ten minutes ago. <laughs> so he goes... He's a friend of our friend. He knows what I mean. So he goes, gentlemen, I must take my leave. However, food and drink is on me. The bill's already taken taken care of. I expect uh, you'll probably never see me again, but it was a pleasure meeting all of you. Looks at the orc. Except for you. Take a fucking shower. And walks out. And Rash is like, poor guy. (laughs) The hell? Took one two weeks ago. Fuck off. Don't tell him what to do. So Rash is like, give him the finger. Johnson walks out. I'm already had a beeline to the food. I'm going to eat myself. All right. A nice good meal. So you guys have this huge corporate room all to yourselves. What's your plan of attack? What are you guys going to okay. do? Okay, I want to call my Decker friend, and okay. I want to have him input a name into this company's database so I can infiltrate to say I'm this person. Okay. All right, so what is your Decker buddy's name? Have we given him a name yet? Uh, called Ricky. Ricky, okay. I don't have a last name yet. I just <coughs> that's that's name. fine. All right, so you call up Ricky. Mm-hmm. Ricky's like, hey, ha, how's it going, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, man, it's James. How's it going? Ah, 
It's been a good day. Let me tell you, the pizza came hot, the rent is paid, and I got all the porn in the world. I'm a well, happy guy. How would you like rent for the rest of the week? Another self-insertion like character. For I know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so Shut up, Birdman, around the whole thing. Shadowrun is popular. All right, I don't, I don't remember on the summer. <laughs> so I fill him in on the company and what a, uh, what I need him to do. I just need you to put in a new administ- administrative assistant, uh, and I'll give him like the details and whatnot. And he goes, okay, uh, give me about a day, and I can probably do it. So uh, give me a call around uh, this time tomorrow. And, uh, you know, drop a few bucks in my account, and uh, we'll uh, make it happen. We'll do it. Keep it classy, man. Click. Out so of you hang up on Ricky. Yes. Question. Uh, one year high lifestyle. You have a very means. nice condo somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've got a very nice condo somewhere. Probably can't get to it because of my bad reputation. Oh, no. You can get to it. It actually is a private building you own, which has your workshop in it as well. Oh, sweet. So I'm oh, kind yeah. of... <laughs> Not letting on that I'm basically Tony Stark. Yeah, okay. basically. Um, that's cool, but that doesn't help me now. Well, we know now. No, that was out of character. You didn't hear any of that. <laughs> I was just sort of remembering, all oh, right, I got that condo instead of sleeping <laughs> Maybe in Maybe I should not I, sleep I, in I, Oh, I yeah, sleep in I'm helicopter. filthy rich. <laughs> Man. And now, you love your machines. We got all this food, all the eat. I mean, they got those dinner mints, right? From, oh, yeah. from the candy factory that yep. we're going to rob tomorrow or yep. whatever. Mrs. Marigold, yeah. This is so great. I'm just eating the dinner mints of the place we're going to rob, but I just think this is hysterical. <laughs> so, how are you guys going to do this? Or how are you going to infiltrate? What are you guys going to do? Well, let's roundtable it. What does everyone feel like? Well, I feel we should first get to know each other and what our skills and weaknesses are. Rash kind of sits back, kicks back on the table. Let's just fucking shoot everything. Right. We have that option on the table. Anyone else got any other plans? I'd rather not. What for the sake of our ammo. That is just an ordinary What are we good at? With a vehicle con- control. Well, I can conjure up anything you want to conjure. Uh, well, out of character note, I, you don't have the materials to summon right oh, now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're, but you're, you can banish. Right, right, right. But that's not to say because you and Scotty are both full shaman and mage, you can both astrally project and recon the area. Basically, you leave your bodies, project through astral space, yeah. and take a look. Okay. Well, if you need something fixing or you need something driven, I'm your guy. Okay, what vehicles have you got? I got a car that I can control What can you remotely. fit us all in, including this orc <laughs> well, gentleman? Well, the orc, I don't know. Okay, say we strap him to the roof. What can you manage? No, I've no, got a no, bike. No. I'm good, guys. I mean, we, we did just something... get an advance of 25000 Okay. each. We can kind of get a van, a team van, if we want to get a team van. A we team never van. did ask for covered bum, expenses, bum, did we? Well, nope. Eh. So I got the uh, I got that going. Um, we're, let's not use let's not use the chopper today, but maybe later. That'll be great. I can. Um, well, we're going to Toronto. Excuse me. We're going to Toronto, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Choppers are not going to take us all the way there. Yeah, you'd be surprised. What's the best? You would story? have to refuel often, but sure. Is anyone Seattle local? Well, okay. Who's... What what sort of helicopter is this? Uh, is it military? Is it oh, corporate? Military? I can show you. Just give me a second. Well, is anyone Seattle local? What's the fastest way to get out of the city to Toronto? Aside from plane, obviously. Uh, I'm not local, so I have another no uh, Plane, I, train. Automobile? Automobile, yeah. Depending on the price, I can get any, us on a plane. Any way you want to get there. You probably want to get there fast, so I'd recommend a plane. Plane, train, can we order taxi a private cab, plane? all the choices hip. 
That was a Bobby's World reference, guys. I, I miss Bobby's World. It's on Netflix. American I'm doing. Yeah. What was that? American Netflix. Netflix. American Netflix, yeah. yeah. It's so easy All to right. get American Netflix. Yeah. So, obviously, we don't want to go in shooting. That's option zero. F. Z. Z. <laughs> so, That's option obviously, dead. we're going to want to infiltrate. How do people want to infiltrate? Security well, guards? Trying to post okay. Uh, what does it say in the, the That's dossier? What That's what his helicopter looks like. <laughs> is, yes, is that military right, or is it? This is a civilian model. But he's okay. got four heavy machine guns strapped on the wings So it's the, the son here. of Airwolf. Good to know. Yeah, basically, basically. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if we if we dropped in on the compound in a helicopter in this helicopter, would it look suspicious or would very? It look because you're so close to the border of the Salashid. Okay. The and tribal I, council may take it as an aggressive action. I kind of like her, and I don't want her blown out of the sky. Yeah. Well, see, I'm wondering, like this um, this Mother Marie. Um, would probably give some of her assistance helicopters to get around, right? Well, or at least personal Okay, well, cars. I'm I'm looking at... I want to look through the dossier, see how, how they oh, operate. What sort of vehicles they use. Well, and dress it up like a the company A-team. vehicle. Yes, exactly. Well, you That's, do yeah. notice that there is a very strict delivery schedule. Every okay. six hours, a transport truck goes in, is there for 45 minutes, goes out. Like clockwork, every six hours. Okay, I don't want to go the delivery route. So why don't we just steal one of the delivery I, vehicles and just what about the security get guards? On their How schedule? often is there a guard change? Um, about every six and a half hours. Do guards have lunch and breaks on site? Yes. How long are those breaks? About an hour each. Uh, breaks are fifteen minutes. Lunch is an hour. Bonus. I'm thinking. So asking the group because I didn't. I don't know who can astral. Scan. Can anyone astral scan? Yes, I can. I'm thinking. I uh, want to do. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. you're a full mage. Can you astral scan and find out where someone is in the building? Providing they don't have magical defenses? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking yes. I want to do unscheduled um, assessment. Uh, Mother Maria sent me to look things over. Something was sort of forgotten or misplaced. I need to... What's this? Consider this. Yes. We steal a delivery van. We also get candy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's C. <laughs> all right. I'm thinking. See, now I'm thinking about candy. I'm thinking a guard pinch. We're all thinking about candy. If you can pose as one of her people, we could do a guard pinch on a lunch break. I can pose as one of her people. And then we could do a guard pinch on the lunch break, escort him out, and two security guards in an access, probably find all the equipment, everything we need in a run, swap it into a car, dish the car for the airwolf. Oh, Junior. I'm going to need a fake ID, by the way. I'm going to have to. Um, talk to someone. You'll have, probably have to talk to your buddy there. Okay. It will cost you extra. Okay. And it um, will take at least a day and a half. Another question about the game mechanics. Yes. Electronic skill. What do those things help me with? Just you, locks, fixing, like so like anything, that. You could fix yeah, that. Yeah, great. But build and repair is the ability to Rewiring, take it shorting yeah. things out. Exactly. Sabotage. Exactly. Great. Hot wiring a vehicle like a delivery van that we just stole. Full of candy. Yeah, full of all the candy. Guys, Operation Junior Mint. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Now, you also notice that in the dossier, there are no metahumans on staff. <laughs> this is going to be easy. So Rash looks at the dossier and goes, Oh, fuck off. Would they hire you anyway? Your mother would. He farts. Uh, <laughs> lingo check. Metahuman counts as elves and dwarves as well. Elves, dwarves, yeah. trolls, Any, anything. Anything not human. Basically. Yeah, so basically, these two are fine. We're not. So <laughs> I'll just stay in the vehicle. 
I will. You could pose as a human if you had a baseball cap and hit your uh, like. Your I could pose as a human, yeah. right? Can I? Pardon? Can I pose as a human, or am I too short for that? You could probably if someone didn't look at you really closely, but basically, if the guards like, huh, that's a nice crack in the ceiling. I wonder what mom's doing. They might not notice you. I wonder what mom's doing. Yeah, basically, they're, they're if we dumb. get another dwarf, are albinos considered metahuman? Like no, but they would notice, Steve. Can I look at the blueprints see if there's any sewer accesses or mains or yes, waste fronts? Yes, there are. Be, there is access from a reservoir, which is probably about a kilometer away. The, the tunnel. They probably guard that, man. Yeah, the there is maybe there, maybe not. With you're not expecting mines. trouble. You know what? No, you know what I'm going to do. Uh, uh, like I can sneak past the guards. I do have invisibility, and if I get cut on camera, they'll just think it's a ghost. <laughs> you <laughs> could try that. Spectral dwarf. <laughs> Some rare ghost of the albino dwarf. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so, wait, right. so we can do this. The candy land so was built on a no, native burial ground. Imagine. That's Plan <laughs> Casper. All right. Um, so we can we can approach this from different places at the yeah, same time. Yeah, you line. guys, I've got the flexibility. <clears throat> I can cover almost anything you guys want to do. It may take me a minute to think of what's going to happen, but I've got... So the, some eventuality. According to those dossiers you've got, we've got mm -hmm. delivery vehicles that arrive on clockwork. Mm -hmm. uh, so unscheduled appearances are going to be a lot more suspicious than a scheduled appearance. But yeah. also, if it was a few minutes late, wouldn't that also be suspicious if we took it over? Not if, Not if we late. caught it where it was supplied. I can drive fast. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure people are late all the time, even in a like clockwork. Mm -hmm. That is explicit in the file. Well, clockwork. Let's, let's like put it this cog. way: if oh, we okay. catch it where it's find out where they supply up, it's not going to be an issue. I'm probably too far away from the No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, if we catch it where it supplies up, it's not going to be an issue. Now, that information is not hard to find because in the dossier are all the delivery routes. So is this 24 hours every 45 minutes there's a delivery truck? Every forty or every six hours for 45 That's minutes. That's our window right in. They open the gate every 45 minutes for these trucks. So the cover As of long as we get there on time, we're in. That's and the, true, because if there's a lot of delivery trucks, I mean, we just get we'll lost just in the crowd. the meta-humans. But also the driving. cover of night. Steve, uh, you wouldn't know, they wouldn't the know he's a dwarf. That's or here's, true. Here's an easier one. We can probably we can probably jack some security guard outfits, get yeah. replicas. I'm really married to the security guard idea. I don't know. <laughs> no, and I, and I agree. I just think and we need just, to have more we, than one approach to get in. Yeah, no, okay. we just, what we unload, we don't unload boxes. We unload boxes full of security guards, put them in a dark corner. Security guards walk in, walk out, and then we come back. At the next 45-minute run drop, go. Plus, security guards would be much easier to get around the, the facility than just delivery men. Yeah. I like the delivery men idea. That's the way we can get us in. Okay. We just basically got to take out some what security the, guards. What does the dossier say about security? Exactly. Security is the guards are, are armed unusually hard for this type of facility. There seems mm -hmm. to be about 10 of them on duty at any given time. Okay, this is obviously not just a candy operation. Guys, they outnumber us two to one. This is going to be so easy. <laughs> they also have one security mage who is always on staff. That's weird. That's because because magical security is very expensive. I think the candy man's got some secrets. I think Miss M Mother Marie has some secrets. Well, remember, there's that tube of death. Don't open it, right? Right. We yeah, assume so. Right. This ain't no Is blueberry that pie. That's the center of the everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> the right. the death spore. <laughs> death, death spawn. Do we know if um, Do we know if the security guards have 
live on site or do they live off site? There is a small barracks on site. It is considered a corporate enclave because it, it is because it is Mother Marie's main facility where she basically think of it like Willy Wonka's uh, candy factory. So Oompa Loompas. Yeah, basically. The security guards are Oompa Loompas. Do they have They're song not and Oompa dance? Loompas. Can they do song and dance when yeah. we approach? Sure. Come I'm now, I'm open love, the gate for really you. Want, Show like, us your all their ID. Uniforms to look like candy and canes. we are through. <laughs> like hat, candy cane hat. Their armor does. There, their armor does shields. have a very distinctive candy cane stripe down the left arm. That's so are there dossier photos of what kind of uh, what they wear? Yeah. So you look at one of the photos of the guard. He has, um, he has a helmet, um, basically visor, open mouth. Um, he has a candy stripe down one arm. It is heavy security armor. Uh, carrying a FNR assault rifle. Basically, think Jesus. of an M4 would be the best way to describe it. Subtle. Subtle. That might be tough for a dwarf to find something in his size. I, um... It's be expensive yeah. to replicate. I wonder if we could just steal it off them. Is it, like, an unusual, like, for them to be this heavily guarded? For yes. a candy for factory, a candy that's place? a little yes. strange. Well, I don't know. The future of the candy might be, like, ball actually, caps and the Mars fallout. Might be. Families and stuff? That's actually nothing. Oh, man, they make dinner mints. <laughs> Like, well, I mean, they definitely would want to keep it secret. Yeah, for, uh, for now, you also have events. to consider that there's a facility underneath. Could this be a front? Of course it's well, a, of course front. It's a front. Like, well, no, front. Of course it's a front. Everything in is a front. We can all agree that the candy factory is a front, right? Yeah. I don't know. We're being optimistic that there's only one front. Well, I... <laughs> this yeah, could true. be a... The candy factory could be one front. The underground facility could be another front. There could be a front underneath that front. That's probably a gateway to Cthulhu. Pretty much. In Shadowrun, never trust anybody. Um, so, we are coming into the final minutes of this first episode of These Warriors we have to, we Are have Terrible. To do some scouting. For Shadowrun. We definitely have to do some scouting. So, what's going to happen now, guys? We're going to take a break until next week, where we have our intrepid team of five Shadowruns, and they try to... In Infiltrate Miss Marigold's wonderful candy factory. What will they find? What opposition will they find? And will we actually fight something? That's, I hope so. Yeah. That's, that's what we're going to find out on the next time here on These Warriors Are Terrible. So I have been Mike the Birdman Dot, joined with Justin Jr. Minty Cock, Big Mike of the 404s, Steve Snowball Sailor, Tommy is an evil genius white, Scotty Doo, and I've been Mike the Birdman Dot saying, Never trust a dragon, Chummers. You have just listened to This Week in Geeks. These warriors are terrible. Did Birdman do something monumentally stupid? Did Snowball manage to save the day? Or did Laidman finally have enough and go ape shit on the bad guys? And lastly, what mischief did Laura get herself into? Also, are there any settings or RPG systems you'd like the Terrible Warriors to visit? Do you have your own shameful, awesome, or just plain silly RPG adventures? Tell us with a comment on this episode post, or email us at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. We'll share these stories and play your suggested settings for upcoming games for the Terrible Warriors. Until next time, geeks and gamers... The dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck on the floor. For these warriors are terrible.